Hi, it's Booty, and you're listening to Seven Questions. Seven Questions is where I ask world leaders and people I find fascinating seven questions. Today, I'm so excited to have my friend James Hester. James Hester is a New York Times bestselling author. He co-authored three books, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, The Martha's Vineyard Diet Detox, as well as One Pound a Day and Out of Bounds. He spent the first part of his career as a publicist for models Beverly Johnson, Naomi Campbell, and Beverly Peel, as well as representing Wilhelmina Model Agency. Actor Kadeem Herodison and musical masterminds of CNC Music Factory, Clavilles and Co. He ran a music publishing company and made records for Aretha Franklin, Mary J. Blige, Diana Ross, Luther Vandross, Natalie Cole, just to name a few. He is currently working on two books, Seven Women and The Trainer. He lives on Martha's Vineyard. I'm really, really excited about this uh, episode, guys, because in this episode, you get to hear James in his heartfelt voice um, share part of his story. And I think for those listening, you know, we all have a story. And sometimes you can have all these accolades and think that, the world is is great for that person and this person has no issues or no problems or you know they're, they're soaring high and i'm so thankful for james for opening up in this in this in today's episode so i hope you enjoy i hope you listen and if you have any comments or feedback please um, message us and comment below Hi, this is Booty, and you're listening to Seven Questions. Seven Questions is where I ask world leaders and people I find fascinating seven questions. Today, I have the honor of having James Hester with me, and I am so excited to have James because James has done incredible work, and he just was talking before recording about being a publicist. Past tense. Past (laughs) tense, yes, past tense. And Their publicist mind. Publicist mind. PR mind. I always hated the word publicist. Yeah, why do you hate it? Oh, I just thought it was atrocious. <laughs> what? I just thought it was creepy to... <laughs> and desperate. And did you have some like past life with people that were I publicists? Just, I never and... liked titles. Mm, I just. I agree. That, I, I just hate think titles. That, yeah. I just think that whatever it takes to get the job done. If you need to be the truck driver to deliver the equipment to the Beyonce concert <laughs> and you're managing Beyonce. Because the truck driver is not there, well, then now you're a truck driver. Mm. You can't say, I'm the president of Parkwood and I'm not driving the truck there. There won't be a concert. Mm. So I was always, I just don't like titles. Yeah. I just think that they're, uh, I guess they're appropriate in some people's cases because you need authority. You know? Yeah, that's what it, That's right. what I was told. I was but like, I never, yeah. never like staff. I always like, when I, when I got fired from my job, assistants would come back to me and say, I hated those other people. They made us make all these phone calls. I remembered a thousand phone numbers, so it was easy for me to dial the phone number because I never had to look it up. Wow. I knew thousands of numbers. And by the time I would say, get Judith Regan on the phone, she was on the phone and my phone call was over. Wow. They would be like, couldn't find the number. <laughs> Didn't wow. know how to get there on the phone. You know, that's I've been crazy. getting people on the phone. Well, that's a whole conversation yeah. around our generation yeah. of I've now been getting people on the phone that I wasn't being supposed able to remember to, anything. I've been yeah. getting people on the phone that I wasn't supposed to get on the phone 
for a very long time. Wow. <laughs> and that's a magic. Yeah. That's why I love the phone. Got it. That's... You can't, I can't get someone to answer an email like I could get them oh, yeah. to response over the phone. I agree. And for example, of the new generation, I'm helping a friend that's closing the Apple, uh, the Tribeca Film Festival, and I sent an item in to Cindy Adams today. And Cindy Adams is very mature, mm-hmm. mature woman <laughs> in her 90s, still mm. doing a column. And I had to call her house and speak to her secretary to make sure she received it because they have to print it for her. And for some reason, it didn't go through. So if you didn't make the phone call, mm. and I really want my friend to have this item because she deserves it, you know, she's closing the Tribeca Film Festival. But if I didn't call, they didn't even receive it. So you would have just been, right. yes, got it. So if I would have relied on people to do that, I would have failed at everything. Many times, yes. Understood. <laughs> That's wow. why I don't like the word publicist. And there's a long story behind that. I was going to nominate someone, and they asked me one day if I was a publicist. They were they, the executive producer of the David Brenner Show. And it was someone I admired since I was a kid, and Suzanne DePass. And I finally got to be in her presence because I delivered to football players while they were going to the Super Bowl and I was just turned 18 and I was in the the, the, um, the green room and she came in and thanked me and I was like oh my god Suzanne the past thanked me but Millie Kaiserman which was this it girl that was married to Bill Kaiserman a famous designer she was the booker mm. and she kept saying uh, Jimmy that was what they called me back then are, are you their publicist and I was like like I felt that it was foreign like I wouldn't say yes and I had a relationship I wasn't working with yet with Beverly Johnson and I would call her and say they keep asking me if I'm their publicist and she's like you are and I'm like no I'm not I just didn't like the word Mm. I felt it very sleazy yeah almost like calling someone I just didn't like it yeah because I just didn't want to limit myself to a word there we go Reasons why, and I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I noted it, not using that word. Uh, but I don't mind. Okay, you know I have done and I have performed publicist duties. Cool. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great run. Okay. Uh, moving to my next question: uh, Is there anything you're working on now that I'm you'd like to share? On this book for seven years, or project, or documentary, or or newspaper article, or magazine article, or blog <laughs> article. I don't know. And it's very important to me. It's called Seven Women. Mm. And it's very, very... I will get it done. And it's a, um, it's unknown of... Um, it's the unknown of what is it and why is it heavy on me. And it came from God. I didn't create it. I didn't pitch it in the middle of the night and write it down. I'm like, wow, I was, I was told to do it. And I just mm. believe that, you know, for me, you should be obedient. He doesn't... I don't think he comes and asks for a lot. Can you share a little bit about it? or Whatever you just, want to know. Uh, the one sentence of, like, what is seven women? So people seven know. Seven women are seven women that came into my life at different stages of my life, oh. like, a, like a staircase. When I look back and I didn't know that they were being placed in my life, if you, if you believe in the word, there's something that says that your steps are ordered. So mm-hmm. for those who don't believe that your steps are ordered, I know that they're ordered because mm. I didn't do this. So when I look back, and they were perfectly ordered, and they were perfectly placed, like no other person like how he makes leaves, they're perfectly all different. Mm-hmm. You know, how he makes human beings. There's no hum- two human beings that are identical. If they're identical twins, one has a bur- beauty mark somewhere, mm. or a flaw, or something, 
that's you know that makes them different yeah and you know when i when i look back um they were all placed at perfect times where i might have fallen off the cliff or made a left instead of a right or continue to go straight mm. or anything could have yeah. happened and um so i thank him and them, them. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Wow. and me for mm-hmm. uh, for not rejecting the gift because mm-hmm. I didn't reject but I didn't know it was a gift that when it was happening mm-hmm. it was so just you know when I look back yeah it, most times they say you look back oh yeah it's God, hard to say yeah. treasure if I would have and they're all black women mm-hmm. so I didn't pick or choose them wow and um and they're extraordinary and all of them played an extraordinary important role in me becoming a man there are so many others but those specific for specific reasons that um i really don't think i i don't know who i would be without Mm. them and the seventh is the is the everything Mm. and she's the one who had the least so the one who had the least gave me the most so i had to wait for the for the prize wow yeah and she's the best she's just the incredible human being that i've never and I met extraordinary human beings in my life. And I, when we sit alone and have alone time, and I, I'm sorry, I get emotional when I talk about her, but you know, she doesn't get it, mm-hmm. and she's overwhelmed by like that. I that another human being feels like that about her. Mm. And she's the most humble person that I ever met in my entire life, and the world will know about her one day. Mm. And she changed a broken man's life and path and journey. And just a simple, humble woman on a little island that could, and and I, you know, that that man was going down, mm. down. <laughs> well, I was the complete definition of insanity of a of a horrible betrayal so it could have been never coming back from it or having a beautiful life <laughs> and I have a beautiful life now yeah. and I thank her for that I look forward to reading it now jeez yeah, that's yeah I'm like wow I'm like tra- I'm like they'll sucked be, in believe me they'll be fighting to play that role wow I say it's Oprah Wow. Yeah, I, I say it's her Academy Award. Well, you, I don't know if you've heard it here first, but you've heard it here. <laughs> I don't know how, if you talked about this publicly yet. But. Because it's like, it, like who would have, only he could have done that. Like, mm. who would have ever thought that these two people, Yeah. and I was a Pentecostal church, and I'm everything against a Pentecostal church. Yeah. And she was told three years before I came that, Exactly with all of my issues was coming, mm. and she better be prepared. Wow, yeah, wow, I'm like deep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the love that we have for each other is just you know, I would, I would crumble if that if she left my life, but I mean, I would remember the memories. It's we're going on 16 years together, wow, yeah, and never wanted anything. I just didn't know what that was like. Mm. I never knew what it was like for someone not to want anything from me. Mm. Everyone always wanted something mm-hmm. in order to move forward. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Nothing to this day. Never right. asked me for one thing. Nothing. Zero. Mm. Just salvation. 
and the love and understanding of God. Mm. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, wow. Thank you. You ready to play? I'm ready to play. All right, so seven questions. questions. No, not she at all. This is I've real. I've said it many meetings, and, and this is real. I've had to walk out. <laughs> no, this is real. Question one. All right. Question one. Oh, wow. Similar question. What advice would you give to your younger self? You know what? Be less emotional and let God. Let God. Like, I, I just... It just, I, I was too emotional to too many things, and too complacent, mm. wasted too much time. But I guess I needed to, to learn lessons. But yeah, just be less emotional. Yeah, completely. I I wish I would have been more business. Got it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. But I mean, maybe I wouldn't have met the seventh woman if I was more business. Mm. You know, so yeah, I really don't have any regrets. But I heard a former I had a privilege of being at a former person's interview with you and definitely go to the gym <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah especially after seeing my father kill him walk the last three years mm. I stretch every day and I get um, body work once a week oh very cool <laughs> yeah uh, what's body work massage okay, or reflexology it. or okay. acupuncture or some stretching okay or, you know some form form of oh yeah, yeah. got it every week Wow. And he did too, but it was a little bit too, too late. Too late, yeah. yeah. Got it. You know, more exercise. More exercise. Yeah. That's There's some advice out there. More exercise. Question two. Dig deep. There's a lot of questions in here. All right. Ooh, question two. What's the lesson that's taking you the longest to learn? It's still taking me or it took me? Um, that's taking you. So is there a lesson that's taking you the longest to learn? I mean, the one that took me a long time to learn, but it started in 2008 when I fell in love with myself, is falling in love with yourself. Mm. You know, and I just... I've never heard that response. Wow. And I just don't think that you can't humanly love anything unless you really love and honor yourself. And I know exactly where I fell in love with myself on the bottom of the bridge going over the Venetian on the South Beach side in South Beach. So there's the Venetian bridge that goes over to the Venetian island where the Standard Hotel is and then five apartment buildings. And on the left side, which would be the south side, the southwest side of the street on the corner before I started walking over. And it just was like, I just stood there and it was like, it was 2008. And I was like, wow, like, I really love you. Like, I really love hanging out with you. Wow. Really like sleeping with you. I really like go. I, I went to the steam room every day. I love steam, and I was like, I really love going to the steam room with you. And I just fell in love with myself. And ironically, the next year, almost to the day, the day before that, I had this is when God visited me about the seven women project mm-hmm. in that steam room. But I only there was I only got up to six women. I counted a hundred, but I only came out with six. The next day, almost a year later to the day, 2009, the same spot, the spirit came down the bay and threw my head and said, you left one out and then took off. And I looked and I was like, who? And it was the first woman. Mm. And when I realized that I I left the first woman out, which made seven, I've never heard from anything about it other than my crazy self trying to do it and do 
people and do mm. interviews and interview people, you know. So it, that spot was interesting. I fell in love with myself there. I mean, wow. do I honor it like like perfectly? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so I guess it's still a, you know. But I love myself more than ever. Wow! Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's that rocked me a bit. To be Why honest, not? Um, that's, you don't. Who else is? Yeah, no. I mean, I am loved. Like wow. Like Jennifer Holiday, I am loved. <laughs> loved. <laughs> I love it. I For love the it. first time, I feel that it's real. Mm. Oh, you make me feel. Mm. I am loved. I am loved. So I know I am loved. Mm-hmm. But I had a love. Yeah. I'd allow myself to. So it's still a work, but mm-hmm. I, you know, that's where that's where it started in two thousand and eight. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Question three. What is your intention? Question three. What is your intention? Um. You know, I try my best to always be honest. I took two juices from the party last night. It's just, it was in, like, not even thinking. And I woke up this morning really haunted. It reminded me, like, when I was five, when I stole the apple. Wow. And I remember stealing the apple from Mahoney's store. And I had, a, like, my mother smoked. And I was five. And by five, you could go up, go to the store by yourself <laughs> in Jersey City. You know, we, there were, we didn't have these crazy people like we have now where you can't let a five-year-old go to the store. So I would hate going up the hill. Mm-hmm. It's like, go to this store. And I'm like, I hated that hill. There was three of them to get to the school, but one to get to the store. And it was busy. And I took the apple because he wasn't watching. He was the butcher. And I got halfway down the hill ready to eat the apple. And my conscience started like, ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. Like, I did something wrong. Mm. And I ran back up the hill, which I hated, <laughs> and told them that I stole the apple and threw it in. So I have to find these two people one day out in the street, and I will tell them I took two juices from your house. Oh, it would have been, been just so simple. I think it was fine for you to take it. It doesn't juices. matter. That's yeah. just who I am. <laughs> yeah, wow. And I woke up this morning like, like, like almost like a sick feeling because mm. I just don't believe that you should take people's stuff or mm-hmm. I, you know I'm, I'm simple and I, I don't like anyone taking mine I don't want you know like I'm generous yeah. you can't take it mm. you know so if I ever see them out I'll say oh by the way I took two juices <laughs> I'm going to replace them that and is I'm, I'm sure they're going to say no no yeah so oh, my intention is is to do my best to live an honest an honest transparent life mm. my best yeah you know there's you know I'm high up there but I'm not perfect Obviously, I stole two juices. Or took two juices. <laughs> you, you, Three, because I was sipping one. Oh, so they wouldn't have wanted that one. No, they wouldn't have wanted But I'm going to give them to two homeless people. I'm going to find two homeless people and treat them to two nice juices. I'm not going to drink them because I could afford a juice. <laughs> give it back. Hey, at that point, you could now tell them that you gave it to someone in need. <laughs> well, but it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. Question four. It's funny. Let's see. Question four. Ooh. Uh, best advice you've gotten and used? Um, sobriety. Mm. You know, I mean, I was hounded. I was working with this person, and um, she hounded me every day. It was just pathetic. And, but, and I, like a former person that you were interviewing... I hate hearing advice. <laughs> mm. 
you know, because I've had to be so automatic of making decisions. But there's, when I get on a plane, I never argue with the pilot. That's good. I never, I, <laughs> I get in the seat and I put my seatbelt on. So I know and there's certain people, you know, that I trust to take control mm. because I just have this trust for them, but I don't do it with everyone. So when I feel as though that someone could do it better than me or as equal as me, then I'm cool. But if I find someone, you know, I'm not going to take advice from someone whose life is completely fucked up, even if it means, mm. even if they're sincere about it. You know, I'm I I only you know so but sobriety I think was the best thing that you should get sober, mm. and I rejected that and I didn't like being told that, but I had a spiritual awakening on a plane. So they planted the seed, mm. and then the spiritual awakening led me to something thirty years sober in July. Now, what does God sober really, mean to you? I have not take, taken a drink or a drug or mm. anything. I've taken very 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 probably if 10 painkillers since I've been sober prescribed for a reason you know and then when I was done for that you know threw the rest out and I didn't like never like pills anyway yeah yeah no thank you for sharing that so like I haven't had a drink or a drug or pot or anything in 30 years July 3rd so that, that advice was really good yeah wow yeah and 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 after I got baptized in Jesus' name, the minister wanted me to go to Bible study, and I was like, "Dude, I'll come," but not right now. I'm in the middle of doing this other thing. <laughs> yeah, and, that would have. Yeah, and I laughed about that. Lot, yeah, and that was good. I'm really glad that I stayed connected to that little church in Martha's mm. Vineyard. It's, re- it's really beautiful. They're really beautiful people, wow. loving, beautiful people. So I'm glad I've taken I've taken their advice. I don't know the Bible really well. I'm yeah. Not, the best Christian on the planet, mm-hmm. you know, but they say that I live it mm-hmm. in another way. Well, you're using the word spiritual, and granted, we are yeah. right now, guys, we're in Los yeah. Angeles, but a lot of people don't always throw like they out. They study the word. I just, <laughs> yeah. I'm not studious. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know. There's no judgment here. That's yeah. what the you know, Bible just, tells just, us. Do I, not judge. I have so. to live it. Yeah. I like life experience. I don't want to read about it. I love that. I love that. Thank you. I'm like, wow. That was that was all. I mean, for me, it was great to hear. Um, and for those who are listening, you know, sobriety sobriety is no joke. So uh, I just want to honor you for being open and sharing that, because uh, for many reasons, people don't always share that yeah. publicly. So look at Wendy. She's she's breaking anonymity every three minutes on her show. <laughs> is she? Okay? And she's only like a month in. So yeah, I'm like. <laughs> hard one day at a time yeah one day at a time question all we have what do you do to find peace when at times there is noise all around you well i had a very noisy life and then i was led to this beautiful island called martha's vineyard and um on the seventh day i was baptized in a church and i and which was easter sunday 16 years ago Mm. and it's just still, you know, there's my, the, I, I have a friend of mine that owns a huge radio and television conglomerate and her then boyfriend that she's helped many years was an amazing harpist. And he used to have this guy, unattractive guy with the voice of an angel. Mm. And he played the harp and the other guys sang and they sang Psalms 23. And I would hire them like they've been to the White House and mm. perform that song and big galas, small, intimate parties I would always you know I had a budget at that time and I would bring them up and have them perform it 
And in Psalms 23, it says that, you know, you'll be led in green pastures near still waters. Mm. And it was like a seed that was planted, you know, 15 years earlier. And now I'm living it. Like, everywhere I go, I'm out there. I, I have traveled the same road for 16 years whenever I'm home. And I'm never bored of it. I'm like, look at this road. Wow. And people like, if I have a house guest for a week because mm-hmm. I travel some of the same roads that go out of the way just to see the water on both sides mm-hmm. I'm like, isn't this beautiful and they're like yeah yeah we've seen it and they're down there. I'm like no look at it it's beautiful you know wow. what I mean and, I, and I never get bored of it mm. so that's that's a place where I really could find peace there and believe it or not in steam and sauna same yeah 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 I just find peace yeah. anything with water I agree yeah. I just I could get lost mm. for hours of just you know, but at home, that place is just uh, peace and understanding and joy of that I've never experienced in my life. I might have like been on a somewhere or a beautiful place and had a moment of it, mm-hmm. but to have to know that when you know, and I pray, mm-hmm. you know, like pray that it never fades away. I pray mm-hmm. that that's always... I well, if that's what you... Imagine. Yeah, because I think if you find... If that's your thing, like, it's one, it's home. I mean, that you're calling right. it home, so you're constantly drawn yeah. back to it. Yeah, but things expire, and you, mm-hmm. you're led to other things. So, of course. You know, but as for the last 16 years, there's nothing like... And 16 these. years is not a... That's yeah. no small amount of time. So it's if you're it, still it, feeling that way, that's incredible. I, as soon as I hit the ferry, or if I'm <laughs> flying in, it's like... Yeah, because a lot has happened in 16 years in technology. So if you can still feel peace, we haven't, we didn't even have these cell phones 16. Did yes, we have we them 16 years ago? Sure. What? Sure we Not the that. smartphone. No. No. I was like, when did the smartphone come? 2000 and... I didn't get a smartphone. Yeah, I was like, 2000, I'm like, wait, 2000 and I don't early like 2000. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, just, yeah, I'm like, huh. All right, where are we at? Question six. <laughs> Almost done. So, seven women, seven questions. Yes. There's no coincidence in that. What's been the most difficult choice you've had to make to fulfill your destiny? Um... difficult choice I had to make to fulfill my destiny I think surrender Mm. to um, and it took me a long time that I learned to let go and let God 30 years ago Um, I always took it back there was a saying like let go and let God turn it over Mm-hmm. And I would I turn it over, saying, yeah. and in 32 seconds, like if I didn't get the result fast enough, I would take it back. Mm-hmm. So I think that the most is to accept faith. And I think that I'm closer to if I'm supposed to have it, I'm supposed to have it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm like, I'm, it's no big deal anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that that is the, the most finally letting go mm. you know what I mean and like if this is supposed to be mine like oh it's gonna be mine and mm. if it's not it's still okay mm. yeah, that's hard for a lot of people especially Americans yeah yeah I mean I'm not saying that I practice it 24-7 but I'm but it's really 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 I'm conscientious about it mm-hmm. more than ever and I'm not stressed about it 
Mm. And recently I was stressed about something, but I had to let it go. So let go and let God. What am I gonna There's do? There's a hashtag. Yeah. Last so question. The seventh, the, this, is, this is for the, my seventh woman. The seventh woman. Yeah, let's see. Dig deep. What are you most grateful for? Ooh, wow. What are you most grateful for? For my pastor. <laughs> wow. There you go. Yeah, I really am. I just, she's just like, she made it all right. Wow. I'm really, really grateful for her. I'm grateful for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for health. But I don't think that I would have had anything if she wasn't a shepherd, if I didn't allow her to shepherd me to really have a relationship really have a relationship with a power greater than myself which I always chose to call God mm. you know I always said it but she was the real shepherd that I trusted to you know there's a lot there was lots of people in 30 years along the way to bring me to that place but I just trust her tremendously in that area mm. and the love that she has for the Lord is um, it's just so admirable Wow. You know, and, um, you know, I'm just so grateful for her. I'm just really would have, um, I was really going, I was really not well. Mm. You know, I mean, I was really hurt bad. And, you know, it was, it was destiny. Mm-hmm. Now I'm okay and I was hurt yeah. bad. But then I was just so hurt because I, I do my best to be loyal. And, you know, I just can't fuck someone over, mm-hmm. even if they fuck me over. I just can't. Mm. I just, I could think of it. I could think of vengeful, but I can't do it. I can't. I can't set someone up. I can't. I'll just have to wait. And that's the first thing that I learned with her is vengeance is mine, said at the Lord. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's the first thing I learned being underneath her. And I had a lot of vengeful thoughts of what I wanted to do to that person. Mm. You know, but it would have just hurt me. And now I just live. And, you know, at that in Psalms 23, he says, he'll sit you at the table, anoint your head with oil. He'll sit you at the table with your enemies and goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your your life. life. Yeah. He doesn't say what's going to happen to their life. Yeah. But he sits you at the table with they have to sit with you in Mm. in his presence with your head anointed, not theirs. Mm. And your cup or my cup will overrun it. He doesn't say what's going to happen to their cup. And my cup has been overrunning it. Mm. <laughs> that's the right word. Yeah, no, that's I it, mean, it's, it's right ju- on this podcast. It's just <laughs> been overrunning. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Amen. I'm not rich. Mm. I haven't worked in, I haven't had an income in three years. Mm-hmm. I'm, and you're still but here. But I move around the world yeah. and I have great friends you're and I have people here. who love me and I wear the same clothes I, if I find here. an outfit I like I stay with it like a uniform until <laughs> I love you it. know I, I don't care I'm, I'm not mm. mater- I've never been materialistic I've been around a lot of materialistic people and mm. almost could have but like you know mm. I'm simple but complicated and <laughs> and simple mm. and I'm grateful for my pastor I'm grateful for my parents for giving me life mm. you know I am. Yeah, I thank mean, you. Yeah. Shout out to the parents. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> Shout out to you parents. You know, like, yeah. they didn't... Yeah. You know, You're here. Yeah. Yeah, no. But I am grateful for it. So that's a perfect seventh 
question. question that is. I mean, there you go. For the Thank you so much for playing Seven Questions. No problem. Uh, now, at the end, I always ask my guests to nominate someone. Anyone comes to mind. And when are you going to be in New York? I will be in New York uh, this summer. This summer? Then I think he should have... I think we should nominate Suzanne DePass. Suzanne DePass. Yeah. She could do it here, too. Yeah. Or can you go to her? I can go to her. Okay. Yeah. Of course. So I think that's who you should nominate. Got it. That's who I think I should nominate out here. Suzanne, I will be reaching out to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's been such an honor. Thank you for being vulnerable, for being um, obviously yourself, but uh, for playing Seven Questions um, and just being, for me, I I could just feel the authenticity. So thank you for, um, you know, taking some of your time and uh, playing with us. Thank you. Um, for those who are listening, you're listening to Booty. It's seven questions. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for commenting. Um, if you want, please share and like. I've been so honored today to have two wonderful guests. And um, yeah, I'm almost speechless here. But uh, please share and like and subscribe. And until next time.